Now, if you want to say that you're in the process of doing something, you'll need the help of gerade. Gerade means just and slots in right after the verb. So how would you say, he is just writing down the address for the police? Let's start with, he is just writing. Er schreibt gerade. Er schreibt gerade. Gut. Now here you need the separable verb aufschreiben because he's writing the address down. The police is die Polizei and address is a feminine lookalike word that you can easily work out. So once again, he is just writing down the address for the police. Er schreibt gerade die Adresse für die Polizei auf. Er schreibt gerade die Adresse für die Polizei auf. Gut. Did you work out Adresse? Okay, we want to specify he is also giving his signature. Let's clarify first that meine means my when describing something feminine. Think of meine Familie. What will you use for my when describing something that's masculine or neuter? Yes, mine. The plural of my for all genders is meine. Sein, meaning his, follows exactly the same pattern. So how would you say his friend? Sein Freund. Mm-hmm. Sein Freund. And his girlfriend? Seine Freundin. Seine Freundin. And if parents are Eltern, what about his parents? Gut, seine Eltern. Okay, if signature is die Unterschrift, literally the underwriting, how would you say he is just writing his signature? Er schreibt gerade seine Unterschrift. Prima, er schreibt gerade seine Unterschrift. Right, bank is die Bank, so how would you say for his bank? Für seine Bank. Ja, für seine Bank. What about for his company, his firm? It's also a D word and you only need to add an A to firm and you've got it. Für seine Firma. Genau, für seine Firma. Okay, if it's sein or seine for his, it's ihr or ihre for her. So, knowing that sister is Schwester, How would you say, her sister dances wonderfully? Ihre Schwester tanzt wunderschön. Gut, ihre Schwester tanzt wunderschön. If brother is der Bruder and motorbikes are Motorräder, literally motor wheels, that's capital M-O-T-O-R, R-A-Umlaut D-E-R, Motorräder. How would you say, Her brother loves his motorbikes. I'll wager you know to love is that good guy, Lieben. So once again, her brother loves his motorbikes. Ihr Bruder liebt seine Motorräder. Ihr Bruder liebt seine Motorräder. By the way, are you clear that ihr, even though it means her and sounds feminine, must agree with a masculine Bruder? So it's ihr Bruder. Now, to know is kennen in the sense of to be acquainted with, to know people and places. 
Note that wissen, also meaning to know, implies knowing facts. So how would you say, her parents know us really well? Ihre Eltern kennen uns wirklich gut. Ja, ihre Eltern kennen uns wirklich gut. Now here's some good news. Ihr and ihre, in addition to meaning her, also mean their and, with a capital I, the polite your. If you're just listening to all those ear words, rather than creating them yourself, don't fret. The context will clarify whether it means her, their or the polite your. Listen to a couple of examples and you'll see what I mean. Die arme Maria hat ihr Knie gebrochen. Did you work out what poor Maria broke? Ihr Knie, her knee. Die arme Maria hat ihr Knie gebrochen. Okay, the German for number is die Nummer. How would you say to an acquaintance that's ein Bekannter? Bekannt means known. Could you give me your mobile number, please? Take a moment to consider that word could this time. Does it mean were you able to or would you be able to? Of course, would you be able to? So once again, could you give me your mobile number, please? Könnten Sie mir bitte Ihre Handynummer geben? Könnten Sie mir bitte Ihre Handynummer geben? Ihre Handynummer, the polite your. Now, to describe is beschreiben. Note the scribe, schreiben link again. And Scotland is Schottland. So what about they are describing their house in Scotland? Sie beschreiben ihr Haus in Schottland. Sie beschreiben ihr Haus in Schottland. Good. And if holidays are die Ferien, that's the plural die, and Ireland is Irland, how would you say they are describing their holidays in Ireland? Sie beschreiben ihre Ferien in Irland. Sie beschreiben ihre Ferien in Irland. Gut. I think you've got the hang of matching those minds, signs and ears to their nouns. We've reviewed regular good guy verbs in the I, he, she, we, they and polite you forms. But we still need to practice the do form. Can you recall the verb ending for the informal you used between friends? Yes, ST. So how would Julius ask Julia, whom he knows very well, when do you arrive in Berlin, Julia? To arrive is that separable verb, uncommon. Wann kommst du in Berlin an, Julia? Wann kommst du in Berlin an, Julia? What about how long are you staying here? Wie lange bleibst du hier? Gut, wie lange bleibst du hier? And cheeky as he is, how about, are you bringing me something? As you know, something is etwas. And Julius is really asking if she'll bring something to him. For bringing something with you, you use mitbringen, which is separable. So once again, are you bringing me something? Bringst du mir etwas mit? Gut, bringst du mir etwas mit? Let's assume from now on that whenever Julius and Julia are interacting, you'll use the informal do. 
Let's move on to those bad guys, the irregular verbs in the present tense. To be honest, they're not all that bad once you know that the irregularity only occurs in two places, the familiar do form and the air zs. Apart from that, they're perfectly well behaved. We'll deal with three kinds of irregularity. Firstly, there's a small group of verbs in which the letter I sneaks in to the do and s forms of the verb. Let's look at to read, which in German is... Lesen. Mm-hmm. Lesen. If a good book is ein gutes Buch, and especially is besonders, how would you say, I'm just reading an especially good book? Ich lese gerade ein besonders gutes Buch. Na, sehen Sie? Well, do you see? Kein Problem. No problem with a verb. What about, we're reading a difficult word in the dictionary. Remember that shift from the German T to the softer D in English? So hardening the sound back to T again, work out what word is in German. Bravo! Wort. Note that W in German is pronounced like an English V, as in Volkswagen. The plural of Wort is Wörter, so can you work out the German for the dictionary, a words book? Das Wörterbuch. Natürlich. Now, taking it step by step, how would you say in the dictionary? Im Wörterbuch. Gut. Im Wörterbuch. You already know the word for difficult, which is... Schwierig. Ja, schwierig, or you'll also hear schwer. Remember Schwierigkeit, difficulty? Remembering to make schwierig agreeable with das Wort, how would you say, we're reading a difficult word in the dictionary? Wir lesen ein schwieriges Wort im Wörterbuch. Prima. Wir lesen ein schwieriges Wort im Wörterbuch. Again, the wir-verb ending is quite normal. So, if message is die Nachricht and important, as you already know, is wichtig, how would you say, they are reading my important message? Sie lesen meine wichtige Nachricht. Richtig. Sie lesen meine wichtige Nachricht. Wieder kein Problem. Again, no problem with the sie ending of the verb. But watch what happens with the du form and the er sie s. We say du liest, written l-i-e-s-t, and er sie s liest, also l-i-e-s-t. Did you note the i that slipped in before the e in liest? So how would Julius ask Julia, which newspaper are you reading, Julia? Which newspaper is Welche Zeitung? Welche Zeitung liest du, Julia? Genau, Welche Zeitung liest du, Julia? Imagine she replies, my uncle always recommends die Berliner Zeitung. To recommend is empfehlen. That's E-M-P... F-E-H-L-E-N. It belongs to that same group of verbs that slip in the letter I for the do and er s forms. 
So how would you say he recommends? Ja, er empfiehlt. Now, if uncle is der uncle and always is immer, how would you say, my uncle always recommends the Berliner Zeitung to me? Mein Onkel empfiehlt mir immer die Berliner Zeitung. Toll! Mein Onkel empfiehlt mir immer die Berliner Zeitung. Imagine Julius replies that he has no time to read the articles, he only reads the headlines. Articles are die Artikel. So splitting that up, he has no time to read the articles. Er hat keine Zeit, die Artikel zu lesen. Er hat keine Zeit, die Artikel zu lesen. And now he only reads the headlines. Headlines are die Schlagzeilen. That's Schlag, capital S-C-H-L-A-G, which is part of Schlagen to hit, and Zeilen, Z-E-I-L-E-N, lines of a page. Die Schlagzeilen, the headlines that hit you between the eyes. Only is nur. So once again, he only reads the headlines, or as a German person would put it, he reads only the headlines. Er liest nur die Schlagzeilen. Er liest nur die Schlagzeilen. And now the whole sentence. He has no time to read the articles. He only reads the headlines. Er hat keine Zeit, die Artikel zu lesen. Er liest nur die Schlagzeilen. Richtig. Er hat keine Zeit, die Artikel zu lesen. Er liest nur die Schlagzeilen. The verb sehen to see follows the same irregular pattern as lesen. So, using the do form, how would you say, do you see? Siehst du? Siehst du? And if over there is dort drüben, try, do you see the people over there? Siehst du die Leute dort drüben? Siehst du die Leute dort drüben? If you see is du siehst, that's S-I-E-H-S-T, what about he sees? Er sieht. Er sieht. Gut. To look when describing one's appearance is the separable verb aussehen. Aussehen comes from sehen and follows the same pattern, adding that extra I. So, remembering pretty is hübsch. And girl is das Mädchen. How would you say, the girl over there looks really pretty? Das Mädchen da drüben sieht wirklich hübsch aus. Das Mädchen dort drüben sieht wirklich hübsch aus. Julius, Achtung, watch out. Vorsicht, be careful. Sie ist nicht hübscher als Julia. Hübscher als, prettier than. Sich ansehen, also from sehen, means to look at. Okay, if works of art are Kunstwerke, let's try Julius likes to look at modern works of art. For likes to, simply use the help of gern, which Michelle Thomas explained to you implies gladly. Remembering to make modern agreeable with Kunstwerke, how would you say Julius likes to look at modern works of art? Julius sieht sich gern moderne Kunstwerke an. Genau. 
Let's look at the second group of verbs with behaviour problems in the do and the ers forms. This group adds an umlaut over the letter a. Take to drive, to travel, which is... Yes, fahren. Zum Beispiel, for example, mit dem Auto. Or by train, mit dem Zug. Or if bus is der Bus, how would you say by bus? Mit dem Bus. Mit dem Bus. Gut. And if ship is das Schiff, how would you say, I would like to travel by ship? Ich möchte mit dem Schiff fahren. Gut. Ich möchte mit dem Schiff fahren. That's capital S-C-H-I-F-F. The plane is das Flugzeug. Capital F-L-U-G-Z-E-U-G. Flugzeug. A flight thing. Flug, flight, and zeug, thing. Can you now work out what a spielzeug might be? A toy, a plaything, and a fahrzeug? A vehicle, a driving thing. Ein Werkzeug is what you'll need if you work with your hands. Yes, a tool. While we're talking about tools, a DIY man is ein Heimwerker. Think home worker. Zeug is invaluable as you can use it in a plural sense to mean stuff in general. In Badezimmer in the bathroom, you'll need your Waschzeug, wash things. In a floor market, a flea market, you'll find altes Zeug, old stuff, meaning junk. Now, back to our bad guy, fahren. The umlaut you add changes the sound from a in fahren to e in du fährst and as es fährt. Rather like the change in the sound of the English words far and fair. Ich fahre, but du fährst, as es fährt. Let's practice that. How would you say, I'm travelling by car? Ich fahre mit dem Auto. Ja. What if Julia asks Julius, why don't you travel by train? It's faster than by car. Splitting that up, why don't you travel by train? Warum fährst du nicht mit dem Zug? Warum fährst du nicht mit dem Zug? What is quick in German? Schnell. Ja, schnell. And quicker? Schneller. Schneller, gut. So how would you say, it's quicker by train? Es ist schneller mit dem Zug. Es ist schneller mit dem Zug, prima. In fact, Julia knows that Julius drives much too fast. How would she say, Julius, you drive like an idiot, much too fast? Idiot in German is the same word as in English. So, knowing that like is V, how would you say, Julius, you drive like an idiot, much too fast? Julius, du fährst wie ein Idiot, viel zu schnell. Julius, du fährst wie ein Idiot, viel zu schnell. Mensch, du bist ja verrückt. Man, you really are crazy. Verrückt, crazy. 
You'll often hear that. Remember that all verbs based on fahren will follow the same pattern in the do and as es person. For example, if, as you already know, that das Rad means wheel, can you work out the German for to cycle, literally to wheel drive? Radfahren. Ja, Radfahren. Bearing in mind it's another separable verb and remembering sometimes is manchmal, how would you say, do you sometimes ride a bike? Fährst du manchmal Rad? Fährst du manchmal Rad? The bike is das Fahrrad or simply das Rad. So how would you say, by bike? Mit dem Rad. Mit dem Rad oder mit dem Fahrrad. To school is zur Schule. Always use zur, that's Z-U-R, meaning to the, with D-words and zum, Z-U-M, with der and das words. Taking a moment to consider the temp word order rule, remember, time before manner before place. Try, why doesn't she ride to school by bike? Warum fährt sie nicht mit dem Rad zur Schule? Warum fährt sie nicht mit dem Rad zur Schule? Did you remember to put manner before place? Mit dem Rad before zur Schule? There are lots of separable compound verbs based on fahren like abfahren, wegfahren and losfahren, all meaning yes, to drive off, to depart. And if you're der Autofahrer, the driver, or touring with your Busfahrer, your bus or coach driver, on the Autobahn, which is, of course, yes, the motorway, you'll see countless signs marked Einfahrt, the place to drive in, and Ausfahrt, the place to drive out, to warn you not to miss your entrances and exits. Let's look at another verb from this group that gains an umlaut over the A in the do and the ersies person. To catch is fangen. So how would you say, my dog catches all the balls whenever we play tennis? Let's start with my dog catches. Mein Hund fängt. Mein Hund fängt. All the in German is simply alle. So if balls are Bälle, how would you say all the tennis balls? Alle tennis Bälle. Now, the link word wenn means if, and it triggers the vile situation. Wenn also means when in the sense of whenever, and take care not to confuse it with the question word when implying at what time, which is wann. For example, using the do form, what is when are you playing tennis, meaning at what time are you playing tennis? Wann spielst du tennis? Genau. Wann spielst du tennis? So, wann, W-A-N-N, wann, for when, meaning at what time. Now, what would you use for if or when in the sense of whenever? Yes, wenn, W-E-N-N. Bearing in mind the word order, let's now say, whenever we play tennis. Wenn wir tennis spielen. Wenn wir tennis spielen, genau. 
Der Hund fängt alle Bälle, wenn wir Tennis spielen. Gut. Unfortunately is lighter and affects the word order if you start your sentence with it. So try it. Unfortunately, my dog catches all the balls whenever we play tennis. Leider fängt mein Hund alle Bälle, wenn wir Tennis spielen. Leider fängt mein Hund alle Bälle, wenn wir Tennis spielen. Gut gemacht. Well done. Now, here's another verb based on fangen. The separable verb anfangen means to start, just like beginnen. Let's do an example to fix it in your mind. Julius asks Julia, when does the play start and how long will it last? The play is das Theaterstück, literally a theater piece. So how would you say, when does the play start? Wann fängt das Theaterstück an, Julia? Wann fängt das Theaterstück an? And if to last is dauern, use the wird handle for the future tense to say, and how long will it last? Und wie lange wird es dauern? Und wie lange wird es dauern? Remember, you have the option of using the present tense here too. Wie lange dauert es? Julia is suspicious of this question, but she can't resist asking why. So, if Fragen is to ask, how would she say, Why do you always ask that, Julius? Warum fragst du das immer, Julius? Warum fragst du das immer? Well, Julia is in the habit of nodding off in heavy drama. So he answers, you always fall asleep if the play is too long and too serious. Okay, to fall asleep, einschlafen, is another separable verb which gains an umlaut over the A. So how would you say, you always fall asleep, Julia? Du schläfst immer ein, Julia. Du schläfst immer ein. Right. Serious is ernst. Think of Ernest. Can you now build on if the play is too long and too serious? Wenn das Theaterstück zu lang und zu ernst ist? Du schläfst immer ein, wenn das Theaterstück zu lang und zu ernst ist. Bravo! Now, bearing in mind that wenn means both when in the sense of whenever and if... Try it the other way round. If the play is too long, you fall asleep. You know, starting with the if clause, if the play is too long, triggers a change in the word order in the second part of the sentence. Instead of saying, you fall asleep, you'll say, fall you asleep. Try again with the original word order, you fall asleep if the play is too long, Du schläfst ein, wenn das Theaterstück zu lang ist. Now, starting with the if clause, say, if the play is too long. Wenn das Theaterstück zu lang ist. And now, you fall asleep, Julia, which will in fact be, fall you asleep. Schläfst du ein, Julia? And putting all that together again, If the play is too long, you fall asleep, Julia. Wenn das Theaterstück zu lang ist, schläfst du ein, Julia. Bravo!
Let's practice that with to fall, also from this umlaut group. What is this lookalike verb in German? Yes, fallen. Ich falle, but du fällst. Okay, sie sind dran. Okay, you're on it, meaning it's your turn. Sie sind dran. Can you work out the RZS form of fallen? Felt. Richtig. Now, can you work out the same for to run, laufen? Ich laufe. Right, now for RZS läuft, you'll put an umlaut on the A, so you'll end up with a umlaut u, pronounced oi, as in boy. RZS läuft. What about the do form? Du läufst. Gut. Using the present tense to imply the near future, say, you're going to fall down if you run so fast. To fall down is the separable verb hinfallen. Splitting that up, you are going to fall down. Du fällst hin. Du fällst hin. If you run so fast. Wenn du so schnell läufst. Du fällst hin, wenn du so schnell läufst. Genau. Let's now start with the wenn clause and say, if you run so fast. Wenn du so schnell läufst. Wenn du so schnell läufst. Now, remembering to invert the du and the fällst, say, you'll fall over. Fällst du hin? Wenn du so schnell läufst, fällst du hin. Well done. It's no big deal if your word order goes awry. In time you'll find it instinctively sounds better the right way. Let's practice this word order technique with two more useful verbs from this umlaut group. Halten and einladen. Let's imagine Julia is desperate for an invitation to a celebrity party held by one of Julius's friends. But she hates making speeches. Julius teases her, saying, he'll invite you if you make a speech. Using the separable verb einladen, to invite, in the present tense, let's first say, I'll invite you. Ich lade dich ein. Ja, ich lade dich ein. Gut. Ich lade ein. Du lädst ein. And now, he invites. Er lädt ein. Lädt, that's L-A-Umlaut-D-T. Party is another lookalike D word, so how would you say to the party? To a party. Yes, to a party. Right, let's try. He invites you to the party. Er lädt dich zur Party ein. Er lädt dich zur Party ein. Gut. To speak is reden and a speech is simply eine Rede. To make a speech is eine Rede halten. Literally to hold a speech. So firstly, I hold is... Gut, ich halte. How would you pronounce the do form spelt H-A-Umlaut L-T-S-T? Du hältst. Du hältst. And the air form? 
H A umlaut L T. Er hält. Er hält. Gut. Using the do form, let's now add if you make a speech. Wenn du eine Rede hältst. Er lädt dich zur Party ein, wenn du eine Rede hältst. Once again, the whole sentence. He'll invite you to the party if you make a speech. Er lädt dich zur Party ein, wenn du eine Rede hältst. Er lädt dich zur Party ein, wenn du eine Rede hältst. Prima. Let's just shuffle that around and say, if you make a speech, he'll invite you. Firstly, if you make a speech. Wenn du eine Rede hältst. Wenn du eine Rede hältst, he'll invite you. Lädt er dich ein. Lädt er dich ein. Well done. And now putting that together. If you make a speech, he'll invite you. Wenn du eine Rede hältst, lädt er dich ein. Wenn du eine Rede hältst, lädt er dich ein. Ausgezeichnet. This is progress. Imagining Julia gets her invitation to a party for prominente, to the party for celebrities, she'll have to dress accordingly. Tragen means both to carry and to wear, and also gains an umlaut in the do and er sie es forms. So how would Julius ask her, what are you going to wear, Julia? Was trägst du, Julia? Gut, was trägst du? If dress is das Kleid, that's capital K-L-E-I-D, can you work out what an evening dress would be? Ein Abendkleid. Ja, ein Abendkleid. How would Julius ask, are you wearing your elegant green evening dress? Right, you know, mein, sein, ihr, meaning her and there, and ihr, written with a capital I, meaning the polite your. But here you'll need the informal your. It's dein, for a masculine neuter word, or deine, for the feminine and the plural. Green is grün, and elegant is elegant. Remember to make them agreeable by adding es, as Abendkleid is a das word. So, how would you say, are you wearing your elegant green evening dress, Julia? Trägst du dein elegantes grünes Abendkleid, Julia? Trägst du dein elegantes grünes Abendkleid, Julia? Ja, sicher. Ja, sicher, certainly. Now, Julius always wears his best grey trousers and the matching tie. Trousers are die Hose. Think of leg gear hose and you'll be spot on. Die Hose is feminine and not plural as in English. And grey is grau. So how would you say, Julius always wears his best grey trousers? Julius trägt immer seine beste graue Hose. Julius trägt immer seine beste graue Hose. Did you work out beste? Easy, isn't it? A tie is eine Krawatte and matching is passend. So how would you build on and the matching tie? Julius trägt seine beste graue Hose und die passende Krawatte. Sehr schick, Julius. Schick is of course smart, chic. 
leaving Julius and Julia to worry about their garderobe, their wardrobe of clothes, and incidentally, the word for cloakroom in any performance venue is garderobe, let's take a look at the third and last group of irregular verbs in the present tense. In this group, the E changes to an I, but of course only in the do and ersies forms. A prime example is helfen, to help. You'll already spot that change in the word Hilfe, meaning, yes, help. So if ich helfe is normal in its ending, can you work out the do and the ersies form? Du hilfst, ersies hilft. Genau. Let's ask Julia if she always helps with the cooking. With the cooking works like our previous when studying, which was... Beim Studieren. Beim Studieren. Literally at or by the studying. So if to cook is kochen, K-O-C-H-E-N, how would you say when cooking? Beim Kochen. Beim Kochen. And now, Julia, do you help with the cooking? Julia, hilfst du beim Kochen? Julia, hilfst du beim Kochen? Ja, natürlich. Hilfst du beim Abwaschen, Julius? Nein, Julius hilft nie beim Abwaschen. What was Julia so very quick to complain about? Julius hilft nie, never, beim Abwaschen, with a washing up. Your turn to try aspirin always helps me. With helfen, always use to me, to you, to him, etc. So once again, aspirin always helps me. Gut. Aspirin hilft mir immer. Okay, in English we have a headache, but in German you have head pains. Pains are Schmerzen. Almost sounds as though they could hurt. Head is Kopf, and putting the two together gives you a headache. Oh, well, not literally. So how would you say headache? Kopfschmerzen. Kopfschmerzen. Worth knowing, because you can now adapt that to say to your holiday doctor that you have back pain. So if your back is der Rücken, think of Rucksack, how would you say, Doctor, I have back pain? Herr Doktor, ich habe Rückenschmerzen. Herr Doktor, ich habe Rückenschmerzen. And if der Magen is stomach, what is stomach ache? Magenschmerzen. Magenschmerzen. So how would you say, Doctor, have you got something for my stomach ache? Instead of for my stomach ache, use gegen, against. So once again, Doctor, have you got something for my stomach ache? Herr Doktor, haben Sie etwas gegen meine Magenschmerzen? Herr Doktor, haben Sie etwas gegen meine Magenschmerzen? If neck is der Hals... Work out the German for a sore throat. Halsschmerzen. Prima. And finally, the most painful. If a tooth is der Zahn. Medicine is the plural word medicamente. And to recommend is empfehlen. How would you say, doctor, please recommend me medicine for a toothache? 
Herr Doktor, empfehlen Sie mir bitte Medikamente gegen Zahnschmerzen. Herr Doktor, empfehlen Sie mir bitte Medikamente gegen Zahnschmerzen. Zahnschmerzen. Toothache. Ouch, it hurts. Aua. Es tut mir weh. Literally, it does me sore. This expression works rather like es tut mir leid, meaning sorry or literally it does me pain. So if wehtun is to hurt, starting with exactly here, genau here, say exactly here it hurts, or in German, exactly here does it to me hurt. Genau hier tut es mir weh. Gut, genau hier tut es mir weh. Tabletten für Julius, bitte. Right, going back to our verb helfen. Let's now build on your knowledge and tackle the informal command form between friends. Julia pleads. Julius, please help me to get rid of my headache. In German, informal commands are straightforward, with very few exceptions. Just take the do form of helfen, which is hilfst. Chop off the st ending. So how would you say to a friend, help me? Hilf mir. Now, to get rid of is easy to pick up if you think of it as to become without something. The German ending for without or less is los, as in hoffnungslos. To become, a vital part of your German toolkit, is werden. So putting without and to become together, you'll get to get rid of, which is loswerden. Yes, the separable verb loswerden. Now back to our sentence. Julius, please help me to get rid of my headache. Don't forget that your second verb loswerden goes to the end of the sentence and the zu slips into the middle giving you loszuwerden. Right, let's go for it. Julius, please help me to get rid of my headache. Julius, hilf mir bitte meine Kopfschmerzen loszuwerden. Julius, hilf mir bitte, meine Kopfschmerzen loszuwerden. Gut gemacht, well done. By the way, the alternative word for der Doktor is der Arzt. So you can work out the word for a dentist, tooth doctor, yourself. If tooth is der Zahn, what's a dentist? Ein Zahnarzt. Yeah, ein Zahnarzt. Could you spell Arzt? Capital A-R-Z-T, Arzt, with that crisp Z and the clear final T. To go to the doctor is zum Arzt gehen. Remember zum, with all masculine and neuter words? Try, I have to go to the dentist. Ich muss zum Zahnarzt. Ich muss zum Zahnarzt. Gut. However... As the chemist's is die Apotheke, think of apothecary, how would you say, we have to go to the chemist's? In German, you just say, we must to the chemist's. You don't need to say, go. Wir müssen zur Apotheke. Richtig. Zur for D words and zum 
for Dare and Das Words. OK, time for another verb from the group in which E changes to I in the do and as es forms. What was to become in German? Yes, werden. Remember, we had loswerden a few examples ago, to become without, to get rid of. Werden is also used as the handle to form the future tense. But for the moment, let's concentrate on the become meaning. Bearing in mind, there's no need to use the article a with professions. How would Julius say, I want to become a pianist? Ich will Pianist werden. Ich will Pianist werden. Furthermore, he adds that one day he would like to become rich and successful. If one day is eines Tages and also is auch, how would you start? One day I would also like. In German, one day would I also like. Eines Tages möchte ich auch. Eines Tages möchte ich auch. Now, to become rich and successful. Rich is part of the word successful, erfolgreich, which you already know. So let's add to become rich and successful. Reich und erfolgreich werden. Reich und erfolgreich werden. Did you remember that after your handle möchte, you will not use zu? And putting that back together, One day I would also like to become rich and successful. Eines Tages möchte ich auch reich und erfolgreich werden. Eines Tages möchte ich auch reich und erfolgreich werden. Vielleicht? Perhaps? Using the polite sie form, how would you ask Julia what she wants to become? So, Julia, what would you like to become? Julia, was möchten Sie werden? Julia, was möchten Sie werden? Knowing how Julia loves to dance, Julius answers for her. Perhaps you'll become a dancing teacher. If a male teacher is ein Lehrer, dropping the en of tanzen, how would you say a female dancing teacher? Eine Tanzlehrerin. Eine Tanzlehrerin. Gut. And now, using the present tense and the informal do form, how would Julio say, you'll become a dancing teacher? Du wirst Tanzlehrerin. Du wirst Tanzlehrerin. Du wirst, that's W-I-R-S-T. Now, starting with perhaps, vielleicht, which certainly affects the word order if placed up front. What about... Perhaps you'll become a dancing teacher. Vielleicht wirst du Tanzlehrerin. Vielleicht wirst du Tanzlehrerin. Now, the moment you put an adjective in front of a profession, the article returns. So if popular is beliebt, literally beloved, making it agreeable and moving it into the real future tense with werden, How would you say, she will certainly be a popular dancing teacher? Certainly is bestimmt. Sie wird bestimmt eine beliebte Tanzlehrerin sein. 
Sie wird bestimmt eine beliebte Tanzlehrerin sein. Bestimmt. Certainly. Vielleicht. Perhaps. Okay. Er, sie, es, wird. How would you spell that wird? Did I trick you here? Michelle Thomas rightly sounded that final letter as a clear T. But wird is written W-I-R-D. Final Ds do sound like Ts. Think of Hund, Dog, Mund, meaning mouth, and Pfund, Pound, all written with a final D. We can all dream. That's Träumen. Note that D to T shift again. And we all have ambitions, Ambitionen. So how would you say, let's hope they realize their dreams and ambitions? Let's hope is the command form for the we, the via person. Again, it's simple to form. What is we hope? Wir hoffen. Invert that to hoffen wir and you have let's hope. Now, if to realize is a normal ihren verb and from träumen you get träume, dreams, how would you say to realize dreams and ambitions? Träume und Ambitionen realisieren. Gut. And now, using the future, let's hope that they will realize their dreams and ambitions. Hoffen wir, dass sie ihre Träume und Ambitionen realisieren werden. Ja, hoffen wir, dass sie ihre Träume und Ambitionen realisieren werden. And if hoffen wir is let's hope, how would you say let's try? To try is versuchen. So once again, let's try. Versuchen wir. Versuchen wir. Plans are Pläne and ideas Ideen. So what about let's try to realize our plans and ideas. Our is unsere. Versuchen wir, unsere Pläne und Ideen zu realisieren. Versuchen wir, unsere Pläne und Ideen zu realisieren. And finally, let's go. Gehen wir. And if straight away is sofort, try, let's go there straight away. But before you do, take a moment to think of your temp word order rule. There is the place and straight away is the manner. So once again, let's go there straight away. Gehen wir sofort dorthin. Did you get dorthin? To there? And did you place it after sofort? Temp rule. Manner before place. Now using the do form, how would you ask, where are you going to? Wohin gehst du? Genau. Wohin gehst du? Both wohin and dorthin imply movement to a place. So this time the static, where is it? Wo ist es? Richtig. Wo ist es? Dort. There. Wo and dort, but wohin and dorthin. Let's tackle a few more verbs that follow the E to I rule. We'll bracket together essen to eat, fressen to eat when talking about animals or to guzzle, and vergessen, which means... Yes, to forget. 
The letter E in Essen, Fressen and Vergessen changes to an I in the Du and the S form. Okay, just for fun, how would you say to a friend, don't forget, you eat the pork, the cat eats the mouse. Let's think this out step by step. Putting the nicht in second place, how would you say, don't forget? Vergiss nicht. Ja, vergiss nicht. And if pork is das Schweinefleisch, think Swineflesh. What about you eat the pork? Du isst das Schweinefleisch. Du isst das Schweinefleisch. And if the mouse is die Maus, complete the sentence with the cat eats the mouse. Die Katze frisst die Maus. Die Katze frisst die Maus. And putting all that together again, don't forget. You eat the pork, the cat eats the mouse. Julia, vergiss nicht. Du isst das Schweinefleisch, die Katze frisst die Maus. Vergiss nicht. Du isst das Schweinefleisch, die Katze frisst die Maus. I think Julius is teasing Julia again. Okay, if sprechen belongs to the same category of E to I verbs and sprechen über means to talk about, how would Julia ask Julius, are you talking about me? Sprichst du über mich? Sprichst du über mich? Just to illustrate how able you now are to work things out and express yourself quite subtly, if to tease is the regular good guy but separable verb aufziehen, how would Julia say, are you teasing me, Julius? Ziehst du mich auf, Julius? Ziehst du mich auf, Julius? <laughs> Natürlich, of course. Aufziehen literally means to pull up. Auf. There are lots of verbs based on this important verb ziehen, to pull. Not to mention that you'll find ziehen on the other side of the door marked drücken. Drücken, push, or ziehen, pull. Michelle Thomas exploited separable and inseparable verbs really well in his courses, so do review them if you feel the need to refresh your memory. Treffen to meet also fits the E to I verbs category. How would you ask, where does one meet nice people from Germany? With countries, from is translated by aus. And one, as you know, is man, with just one N. Nice is net, a useful little word, meaning kind and cute as well as nice. So, once again, where does one meet nice people from Germany? Wo trifft man nette Leute aus Deutschland? Wo trifft man nette Leute aus Deutschland? And if from Austria is aus Österreich and from Switzerland is aus der Schweiz, try Julius, where do you meet nice people from Austria and from Switzerland? Julius, wo triffst du nette Leute aus Österreich und aus der Schweiz? Julius, wo triffst du nette Leute aus Österreich und aus der Schweiz? To give, as you know, is... Yes, geben. Another verb that goes from E to I in the do and as es forms. 
using the familiar do form and knowing that answer is die Antwort, how would you demand? Give me, that's to me, your answer. Gib mir deine Antwort. Okay, let's just rephrase that and say, he wants me to give an answer. This is not a command, but a request. In fact, it's a very common expression in English, to want someone to do something, and it simply doesn't translate into German the same way. In German, you have to say, I want that, you give me your answer. Remembering that das triggers the vile situation, how would you now say, Julia, I want you to give me an answer. Julia, ich will, dass du mir eine Antwort gibst. Julia, ich will, dass du mir eine Antwort gibst. Well done. Michel Thomas would have been proud to hear you overcome that typical mistake English-speaking students make. Just to make sure this is set in your mind, how about he wants her to give him an answer. Remember, to him is ihm. So a German person would say he wants that she gives to him an answer. Er will, dass sie ihm eine Antwort gibt. And finally, as you know, I would like is ich möchte. How would you say between friends you would like? Du möchtest. Du möchtest. Gut. So, if to come along is mitkommen, how would you say, would you like me to come along? Möchtest du, dass ich mitkomme? Möchtest du, dass ich mitkomme? Gut. And would you like me to come along to the party? Möchtest du, dass ich zur Party mitkomme? Möchtest du, dass ich zur Party mitkomme? Natürlich, Julius, du musst ja meine Rede hören. Julia, will you really make that speech there, or are you just teasing Julius? Natürlich ziehe ich ihn auf. Thought so. Okay, the very last E to I verb you'll value in your repertoire is to take, which you know is... Nehmen. Yes, nehmen. This too is the base for so many useful verbs. You already know to undertake, which is... Unternehmen. Can you work out übernehmen? To take over. Sorry, tricky one that. It certainly sounds like it should be to overtake, but it is in fact to take over. And to overtake is actually überholen. Listen to where I put the stress and tell me whether unternehmen and übernehmen are separable verbs or not. Unternehmen, übernehmen. As the stress is not on the first syllable, the first part, they do not separate. So how would you say, Mr. Brown is taking over my firm? Herr Braun übernimmt meine Firma. Herr Braun übernimmt meine Firma. Gut. Afterwards is nachher. That's N-A-C-H-H-E-R. Using the do form, 
Ask your colleague, Mitarbeiter. And what are you undertaking, meaning planning to do, afterwards? Und was unternimmst du nachher? Und was unternimmst du nachher? Nehmen seems to pop up everywhere. There's herausnehmen and hereinnehmen, meaning Yes, to take out, heraus, and to take in, herein. Also, heraufnehmen and herunternehmen, meaning to take up or upstairs, herauf, and to take down or downstairs, herunter. Did you notice the stress for those last four was on the first part? Listen, herausnehmen. These will definitely separate. Now, there's also abnehmen, to take off. Up meaning off in the sense of to decrease. And its opposite, zunehmen, meaning to increase. And also to put on weight. Let's make those separable verbs abnehmen and zunehmen work for you. How would you say, Julia, you eat too little, you're losing weight. Too little is zu wenig. No need to mention weight, it's implied in abnehmen. So once again, Julia, you eat too little, you're losing weight. Julia, du isst zu wenig, du nimmst ab. Julia, du isst zu wenig, du nimmst ab. And now, das Gegenteil, the opposite, literally the against part, Gegenteil. Julius, you eat too much, you're putting on weight. Julius, du isst zu viel, du nimmst zu. Julius, du isst zu viel, du nimmst zu. Okay, I think it's time to move into the past tense in German before those two come to blows. When diving into the past tense... The most important decision to take is whether you dive from the Sein or the Haben diving board. The good news is that over 70% of German verbs use Haben. What you come up with when you have dived, it's conveniently called the past participle, but let's not worry about grammatical labels, is a special form of the verb. But even if you miss the odd irregularity in its formation, you will always be understood. So, rather than worrying about rules or remembering exceptions, it's best to learn the diving form of the verb the very first time you meet it. Repeat that correct diving form to yourself and try to invent your own alternative sentences. With practice, it'll become instinctive, as it does for German children, who initially also make mistakes. You'll learn to trust what sounds right and gradually you'll notice patterns emerging. So, using the Haben diving board first, let me first show you a range of diving forms so you can see what I'm getting at. Normally, you'll simply put ge, G-E, in front of the verb, having removed the E-N ending from the whole verb, and a T on the end. Try that with to live, leben. How would you say, I lived? Ich habe gelebt. Ich habe gelebt. Richtig. That's G-E-L-E-B-T. Gelebt. Starting with first. Zuerst say, first I lived in München. That's Munich. Zuerst habe ich in München gelebt. Zuerst habe ich in München gelebt. For five years, 
is fünf Jahre lang. Try for ten years. Zehn Jahre lang. Now, remembering Arbeiten to work, say, I worked there for two years. Ich habe zwei Jahre lang dort gearbeitet. Ja, oder dort habe ich zwei Jahre lang gearbeitet. That's G-E-A-R-B-E-I-T-E-T, -E gearbeitet. Note that for ease of pronunciation, you had to add an E-T to Arbeit, not just the normal T. Now, starting with dort and knowing as a cook is als Koch, Work out, I worked there as a cook for two years. Dort habe ich zwei Jahre lang als Koch gearbeitet. Dort habe ich zwei Jahre lang als Koch gearbeitet. Did you remember that temp, word order rule? Time, zwei Jahre lang, comes before manner, als Koch. Don't fret, you'll have been understood even if you didn't. Okay, if famous is berühmt and world is welt, how would you say world famous? Weltberühmt. Ja, weltberühmt. Adding the agreeable ending e to weltberühmt and knowing that singer is sänger, how would you say the world famous singer Pavarotti? Der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti. Gut, der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti. Using ein Konzert geben, how would you now say, gave a concert there? Hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. Hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. And now, putting both parts together, the world-famous singer Pavarotti gave a concert there. Der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. Der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. Gegeben, that's G-E-G-E-B-E-N, gegeben. Now, did you spot that although there is the normal G-E at the beginning, there is no T on the end, but instead an E-N, given, gegeben. Let's repeat that starting with then. Done. So how would you say, then, the world-famous singer Pavarotti gave a concert there? Your word order will be, then, has the world-famous singer Pavarotti there a concert given? Dann hat der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti dort ein Konzert gegeben. Dann hat der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti dort ein Konzert gegeben. Well done for tackling the word order here. Right, what is the verb to know in German? Yes, wissen. Firstly, be aware that in the present tense, wissen is already irregular. The ich and the er sie es person are the same. Ich weiß, du weißt, but er sie es weiß. Now, Wissen is irregular in the diving form as well. Having knocked off the en, it changes to gewusst. G-E-W-U-S-S-T. 
Note the vowel change here. The I changed to a U. So how would you say, I knew it? Ich habe es gewusst. Richtig. Ich habe es gewusst. With excitement, you'll also hear the shortened Ja, ich hab's gewusst. Immediately, as we know, is sofort. So say with passion, I knew it immediately. Ich hab's sofort gewusst. Ich hab's sofort gewusst. Okay, if music is die Musik and without is ohne, that's O-H-N-E, how would you say I can't live without music. Or as a German would say, without music, can I not live? Ohne Musik kann ich nicht leben. Ohne Musik kann ich nicht leben. Let's now link those sentences using das. I immediately knew that I can't live without music. Ich habe sofort gewusst, dass ich ohne Musik nicht leben kann. Ich habe sofort gewusst, dass ich ohne Musik nicht leben kann. Ausgezeichnet. You're getting into the spirit of it. This time you'll need no prompting. How about, then I studied music. Dann habe ich Musik studiert. Dann habe ich Musik studiert. Studiert. That's S-T-U-D-I-E-R-T. Studiert. Note. No ge before all verbs ending in ihren. Now, to think is denken. Note the similarity not only between think and denken, but also between the diving forms of both verbs, thought and gedacht. That shift Michelle Thomas mentioned from the German ch sound to the English gh is in action here. Gedacht to thought. In a similar way, tochter T-O-C-H-T-E-R, shifted to our word daughter, D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Exactly the same happens with the English diving form brought and the German gebracht. So, which full verb does gebracht come from? Yes, bringen, to bring. The verbs couldn't be closer. Bringen gebracht and denken gedacht. Let's fix that awkward customer gedacht in your mind with this example. Julius thought, music, that's the profession for me. So first, Julius thought. Julius hat gedacht. Julius hat gedacht. Now, if profession is der Beruf and for me is für mich, build on Music, that's the profession for me. Musik, das ist der Beruf für mich. Ich habe gedacht, Musik, das ist der Beruf für mich. Now, if you want to hook on I thought, after your main statement, you'll have to say, have I thought. Try it. That's the profession for me, I thought. Das ist der Beruf für mich, habe ich gedacht. Das ist der Beruf für mich, habe ich gedacht. Und das war Julius Lebensgeschichte bisher. Can you work out Lebensgeschichte? Yes, life story. Geschichte means both story and, conveniently, the school subject history. Bisher, till now. 
Das war Julius' Lebensgeschichte bisher.